Hello? Hello? I can't. Hello? I can't. <laughs> As mom. Oh, no. I don't appreciate funny voices. You think it's so funny. You know, Lori, I had a first grade teacher. Uh-huh. My dad was school superintendent. What? Yeah. That's a piece of knowledge. You just dropped right in there. But anyway, yeah. go on. Well... He's a busy guy. He, he was school superintendent, and he also had a farm. Yeah, we did a lot. Fuck. Too much. Mm. Too, you do what you got to do, right? Too I mean, much. Right, sure. I remember her. I, I was a pretty well-behaved child. Mm-hmm. And uh, hello, listener. Welcome, carb face. Yeah. That's Lori. Should introduce me. Yep. That's Chris. Thanks. Sorry. I don't always catch on with the, I don't always get on that tandem bicycle until it's already like a mile down the road. Yeah. Well, we're going <laughs> to crash. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Podcast over. So I was in first grade and Mrs. Clark would, I was pretty, I was a pretty well-behaved kid since my dad was superintendent. Also devoutly Christian. Mm-hmm. So didn't want to sin. This is something you believed when you were in the first grade. Right. Just to, yeah. Yeah, yeah just, yeah, devout Christian mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. So r- would not misbehave, if right. at all possible. Out of a sense of fear. Out of, of the consequences of sin. I want to go to hell and sin. have to accept Jesus yeah. into my heart and cry and, you know, beg for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I would crack jokes. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think I found pretty early on in our, in our family, if, if you made each other laugh then that that was a good thing. Yeah. So I remember cracking a joke in line going through the Cherubusco Elementary School. Every time you say that name, it just fills Cherubusco. me with joy. Cherubusco, we're tiny little town, Turtle Town, USA. We'll get into that some other time. Oh my God. Going through the Cherubusco uh, Elementary School hallway. Yep. And I made a joke, and I remember she looked at me and she said, you just think you're so funny don't you being funny (laughs) isn't what's most important damn mrs clark miss clark go fuck yourself (laughs) it it is it's the Mm -hmm. only thing that matters Mm -hmm. it's the only thing that matters in life agree just be funny kids uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, uh, for some reason, I stopped clipping my toenails in first grade, and I cut my toe. <laughs> my toenail cut my toe, and she had to trim my toenails. So go fuck yourself, Mrs. Clark. <laughs> I'm letting out like a 40-second silent scream. I just split into two people so I could handle the terror of that story oh my god more from her perspective although as i mean children's feet are not as terrible as adults feet but no but touching some oh god yeah there's blood everywhere sock full of blood (laughs) (laughs) you know what you're right mrs clark being funny isn't the most important thing 
bleeding. It's is. bleeding on you. It's giving you <laughs> it's hepatitis. <bleeding> you. <laughs> face in your face, Miss. <laughs> I totally owned her. I owned her. Yeah, and yes. now she's dead because of the complications from her hepatitis. Yeah. Combined with her that wasn't alcoholism. The, yeah, thank you. I was going to say, that's not the only thing that was going to get her liver. Right. I don't know that. She's that's like I don't know. I didn't. Oh, are you, you afraid know. Jesus is going to come and punish you? <laughs> oh, no, I just don't want her to sue. We have some gifts. Speaking of really, really, really nice listeners. Yes. We got some gifts. Are you ready to... Uh, to? I think so, yeah. To feel the joy? Yeah. So, it's all a surprise because... I, well, you said something on Twitter, but I forgot all of whatever it was about, about gifts. And uh, so I don't know what's in the box. I'm a little nervous because I'm like... What's in the box? What if we... What's in the box? <laughs> it's goop. It, this all makes sense. Okay. If you've seen Seven, then that all makes seven? sense. Seven? Yeah. Oh. What's in the box? Oh, God. Who says that? No, no. Gwyneth? in the box. Gwyneth or No, Gwyneth's Brad? head is in the box. Spoiler. Oh. Too yeah, late. It's, yeah, it's Brad. All I remember about whining. that is I think she had like a red suit. When she was promoting that, she had a red velvet okay. Gucci suit that I loved. All right. Um, She looked like a giraffe. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's in the box? Well, first, this one, be our one thing. New segment, what's yeah, in the box? what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? That's a theme song. Mm-hmm, it's good. What's in the box? I need to eat some chocolate. Don't know in the box. What's in the box? Uh, first thing we got was Julia okay. Tertian's book. Now oh, yes. and again, we got a preview copy. Julia is an upcoming guest. She is. Go ahead. And uh, so I, I, this is my first time laying eyes on it, and um, I'm, it's. I'm just going to read you the uh, the subtitle. It says everything. Go-to recipes, inspired menus, and endless ideas for reinventing leftovers. Like That is where I live and fucking breathe. Is yeah. like, how do we reuse today what we did not eat yesterday? So I'm psyched about that book. Let's get to the box, the rest of the box now. Oh, the box. What's in the box? All right. Wait, who says that, Brad Pitt? Yeah, because he knows that Gwyneth's head is in there. <sighs> Uh, and we're not going to talk about the man who plays the bad person because, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is he canceled? We need to talk about canceling. Oh, he's can. Oh, sure, he's canceled. Kevin Spacey, mm-hmm. canceled. Done. Zatarans. Remember our friends from Zatarans? Yeah, they keep gave us the hot sauce. Stuff. So, um, big things to first thing in the box. Ready? What's in the box? Zatarans. Zatarans what? Creole mustard. Uh, when we're taping this, it's going to be National Mustard Day. Is that right? Yeah. Now, I don't get into holidays unless people send me products. Mm-hmm. These these fake food holidays, not interested. Not interested at mm-hmm. all. You send mm-hmm. me some Creole mustard, I'm interested. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So thank you to Zatarans and Casey M. Hill on Twitter. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, this is for you. Mustard. you get Fantastic. Some, yeah, I already have mine at home. I'm going to uh, stop and get a bag of hot dogs on the way home. Casey said it's very good on a salad i know like in a vinaigrette right not uh, sure not I just like I w- from the listen would i take a head of romaine and just uh drizzle on a bunch of creole mustard i might if I... you had an eating disorder sorry i can't <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh yeah are we not, not allowed my to first... make those jokes anymore i don't know probably not so so god bless Zatarans. thank you so much I am already planning to make Alabama white chicken. Mm. If, if you don't know, it's like a white barbecue sauce. Sounds like a 
a rap act, I don't want to say. No, no. <laughs> Barbecue sauce is really mm. spectacular. And Zatarans and sent along Zatarans sent along. <laughs> now what where'd you go there? What was where'd you where'd you go in that in that minute? In that second. I went to their uh went to their jingle. Hmm. Zatarans. I think that's how you're supposed to say. It. I think you have to do an affected voice whenever you say Zatarans. Hmm. Let's figure out how we would say it as a mom. Zatarans. Zatarans. I'm looking at it like try to look at it through the lens of like if I were if I had never left my hometown. Mhm. How would you say it? Zatarans. <laughs> or Zatar I would say Zatarans or Zatarans. So, so that's what's in the box. Yep. Uh, KCM Health, thank you. And Zatarans. 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 Thank you so much for this wonderful Creole mustard. It will go in my Alabama white chicken this weekend. Why? Because my father-in-law and mother-in-law are coming. Ooh. And he's from Sylacauga, Alabama, an hour south of Birmingham. You know how to please. I do. You are a pleaser. Well, that sounds like it's going to be great. Yes, it is. All right. Now, what else is in the box? What's in the box? Uh, Chef Gwen, thank you so much. Penandfork.com sent us her favorite hot sauces. Wow. She heard we got some hot sauces yeah. from Zatarans. And she wanted to throw She's down. like, hey, I like these hot sauces too. And they're delightful. Thank you so much. What's in the box? This is from... Tiffany Langston. Now, you know Tiffany Langston at TiffanyTaste.com. Mm-hmm. Why do you I know mean, her? Twitter. You know of her. No, I, yeah, Twitter. And she was nominated for a James Beard Award for a piece of writing she did. Absolutely. That was called Strip Clubs, Salvation, and Sonic Drive-In, November 2017. Go to TiffanyLangston.com. Check it out. It's a must read. It was one of the absolute standout essays of last year. Beautiful stuff. She sent us a bunch of stuff. Wow. You ready? Yeah, I think so. Number one. Oh, Hi-Chew Fizzies. Hi-Chew Fizzies. Hi-Chew Fizzies. Oh, my God. I got chills. This is the best. Thank you so much. That's spectacular. What else did she send us? Every fucking flavor of Jolly Ranchers. Wow. Yep. Wow, wow, wow. Yep. This is spectacular. Wow. It's so kind. It's gonna, and it's, it's gonna keep us going. It's really, really heavy. For a long time. <laughs> which is which is wonderful. Now there's something in a in a thing and I just do you wanna open it or do you I I feel like we may have gotten her like printer cartridge or something. Yeah. Oh, no. did, if you're oh. missing toner, let us know. What I what know, is it? It says set of three mamba, long last i and then there's an ellipsis and then it says ped taffy candies per bar. So there's some Missing characters. It's fine, but um, we've got mom. going to open it because you've got a mic stand. I got a mic you know, stand today. A mic stand is, is probably not a bad Oh, look at that. Mamba sours. Oh, my God. Trifony. Oh, just straight up. Fruit juice. Mambas. Um, hey, we're opening up the mambas. Is that okay? Yeah, please. Okay. Tropics, you get a pineapple and coconut. Apple kiwi. Hmm. I'm hoping for a mango. Fuck yes. Mango <laughs> orange. All right, which ones do you want? Uh, I, I'm going to open gotta try up, them all. what is this one? Pineapple, coconut, right, seems gonna, really I'm going to open up mango orange. I totally now, I don't know why it took me, I, I'm a slow learner, so I just realized like the thing with having a mic stand is that you can unwrap candy. Can I unwrap but that But you can you? actually do it with one hand, but it's going to take me a lot yeah. longer, so. Um, and the thing with not having a mic stand is I'm not constantly eating because I have to keep 
my hands right engaged. Thank you. Otherwise, you'll eat. Well, I'm nervous. I have one more thing in here, just so you know. Okay. You're nervous. I'm nervous. I'm tired. I've yeah. had a long, sort of tough week, and I think it's probably because last week I was swanning around Paris, eating delicious food and taking naps and doing the crossword puzzle. So this week, by comparison, is hard in that I have to just like live my normal life. I found some little tiny flies in my apartment that make me think there's maggots somewhere. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) There was a weird smell for when I got back to my apartment after not being in it for a week and then the weird smell went away. And then now that I've seen two little tiny baby flies, but it's too, too many for my tastes. They're better than old flies, but not really. Are these like they're Fruit like baby flies? house flies. No, the they're like okay. they're behaving like house flies. Right. They could have be. Yeah, there's so many like kinds of flies. flies. <laughs> they they know yeah. want to, to let you know that they need to be let out to use yeah, the bathroom. Yeah, when they go. So they're, they're like broken. we expect upholstery and carpeting. <laughs> like we're not street flies. Um, no, you Glory. know they're like they're Duke's mayonnaise. Last thing from mayonnaise. Tiffany before we get too sad. Also from Duke's. Thank from you Tiffany. so much. I've been traveling. I mean. Nowhere luxurious, like flouncing around Paris. And you can double flip me off. I don't give a shit. But I can't be like, I can't say that where I was is not as exciting as where you were. It's fine. It's an objective opinion. See? Are we in a competition? Yeah, I think so. You went to Paris. I did. Then you flounced around. Yeah. I Now, well, flounce is, is not, yeah. I, I, I think I mischaracterized the way. I mostly walked. Okay. The flounce <laughs> is super fine. expensive this time of year. <laughs> They charge extra. Yeah, there's like a air conditioning fee. I'm having a really hard time concentrating. I'm having a really hard time. <laughs> but I can't work. I just haven't been able to sit down and work, and it's making me crazy. This is not funny or interesting. It's just what's happening. I think it's just what's happening. That's fine, right? Yeah. Clearly, you're not ready to give tips on how to overcome when you can't write or you're not focused to write. No. I, I mean, I think the only tip that's is like your fucking deadline comes and you got to like figure your shit out. You All know? Right. I don't, I'm not, I don't have a deadline beating me down, but I know that I, I think I just need somebody to like kind of slap me across the face and be like, get to work. Do you want me to hit you? No, okay. no. I I'll felt, tell you, I felt well, like it was an invitation. Yeah. So we just wanted to clarify. I'll tell you what was helpful. Um, after I unwrap a high chew. Now you're doing a fizzy high chew. Yeah, you chew. It's, now, is it a normal amount of chew, a low amount of chew, or a high amount of chew? Pick up the mic. Hi. Thank you. So, listener, am I editing all this out, this horrible noise, as much as I can? I got to tell you, some of this rapper commotion, I'm not going to be able to fuzz out. I know. I see you unwrapping all of them. That's great. I think a bag of 52 of them that you're unwrapping is excessive, but I'm not going to judge. You had four. You're fine. Also, are you okay? Have you ever considered a business where you just henpeck someone to death? (laughs) 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 To get them to do what you want them to do? I felt that. Isn't that parenting? Mm, Yeah, but in this model, you get paid. Oh, very interested. Mm Mm-hmm. Very interested. Lori. Yes. Haichu gone. But not forgotten. 
Are you, do you like we're getting your work emails right now? What's happening? No, I'm waiting okay. for you to have something to say. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> settle in, sister, because I don't have shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you. I'll, should I tell you a tiny bit about Paris? Do you care about Paris? Do people care about Paris anymore? Is it a thing that people want to do? It feels like a big fat fucking cliche, and yet it is perfect city it's wonderful i think it's wonderful eating some haiju gonna store it in my cheek like a squirrel yeah let us know when you can talk i just appreciate you came so ready ready to dig in and tell great stories i might cry today i'm like (laughs) (laughs) you're not gonna cry we're gonna be all right we're gonna get Mm -hmm. this is just it's a weird time (laughs) we're gonna get through it this is like the scene from vh1 behind the music where it's like three months later i'm like yeah living like warming my hands over a an open garbage fire i've got like soot that's you they used mascara to make a a soot scar on my face Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. where i'm that's kind of the trajectory Mm -hmm. i'm feeling to getting into stage makeup yes (laughs) laurie have you ever tried the pomodoro technique what is that? That's where you work for 25 minutes uninterrupted. You've got a little timer mm-hmm. because the theory, and I'm going to bastardize it a little bit. And anybody who does getting things done, my GTD, Pomodoro technique, don't correct me. Go fuck yourself. You all are weird. You're a cult. Stop telling me how to live my life. With that, there's some valuable things in there. <laughs> Pomodoro technique. Uh-huh. 25 minutes of uninterrupted, almost like sprinting to work. And you just tell yourself, I'm just going to work for 25 minutes. That's all I have to do, especially Mm -hmm. when you can't get into the next action. Like you're just kind of grinding and procrastinating, but not in a, that sounds like a, for me, that's like a really shameful word. You're procrastinating. No, Mm -hmm. I just am not getting started. And (laughs) which is not the same thing. Dictionary.com. So Pomodoro, you work for 25 minutes. Set a timer. There are special apps as well that you can use. You don't need to do that. You could just set a timer for 25 minutes. And you mm-hmm. say, I'm not going to do anything else other than this one task. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make it an achievable task, something I can actually get done in 25 minutes. So it's not, I'm going to write a book. Mm-hmm. It is, I'm going to write about this one moment mm-hmm. in Paris. Mm-hmm. Or, and it's not specific to Paris. Sure. You could use it for other things that yeah. aren't about writing about Paris. And then you don't do anything else. And then yeah. when the timer goes up, if you're still in flow and still going, you're like, hell yeah, I'm going to keep going. We're going to go for another 25 minutes. And then that's the Pomodoro technique is commit to being focused and moving into the next action right now. Don't worry about anything else. Okay, quick question. Go. When do you add the tomatoes? So interestingly, you're shoving them up your butt the entire time. <laughs> And that's that's the secret that's of the, the technique. Yeah, because then I mean it's a beautiful sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Can, can we use that? Yes. Do you ever watch Mad Men? I watched some of it and then I got bored. Did you feel is that at all what do you do? I know you're not gonna tell me. Last week when we said, let's actually say who we are. Yeah. You actually never did. Oh I did. It was just boring, so I edited it. So for all intents and purposes. Yeah. Everyone else was not me. Yeah. You didn't say anything. You didn't say who you were. Right. I admire that. I can. You just have to ask. I don't want to. 
who you are. That's Great. not true. I do. I think I don't really know who you are, but and our listeners, some of them really don't know who you are. And I think that's useful. I just don't think it matters. I think I represent people who are asked to be consumers of food and of food culture and are asked to become obsessed and buy into it. And I did. And then I decided I had opinions. And I think that's what's really, really interesting, especially for people that are committed within the food world. When someone who doesn't belong and was supposed to stay on the outside with their opinions and be a cheerleader and accept everything and just buy, 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 consume, consume, read, click, and share. Right. All of a sudden has opinions. Yeah, it's a nightmare. I, yeah, because it's an uncontrolled force. It's like a Yelp review. Mm-hmm. You, but- you can't do anything about it. And the consumer gets to talk back and evaluate fairly or unfairly. And if you can't tell, I, this is kind of a hot button issue for me right mm-hmm. now. I'm getting a little heated up yeah. about it, a little aggro. And I just want to acknowledge. What? I don't know. I think there's a. Zatarans. Zatarans. That brought me a lot of peace. Thank you. I think that's going to be that's going to be my mantra. Thank you for giving me that. You know, I'm a giver. I'm a pleaser. I'm a a caretaker. I'm a mom. That's that's who I am. I have nothing to do with food, but I am a consumer. Consumer of of food. Eater of food. Yeah, I eat. Motherfucker food eater. Listen, I'm not bragging, but I eat. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I I buy mm -hmm. things and I put things into things. That's really all you Mm. need to know about me. I put Mm -hmm. things into things. Lori, did you see my cocktail? Are we talking the series with the Negronis with the various Little Debbie cakes inside, (laughs) dipped inside? I just like to say they're a hostess, yes, but Drake's has wooed me and they're all going to be Drake's brand from now on, but but they were a hostess. Drake's, feel free to sponsor this. Yeah. Drake's Uh, cakes. Drake's cakes. Did I make a Negroni last night? Of course. Mm -hmm. Did I the night before? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Did I every day for the last month? Of course I did. Mm Mm-hmm. How many drinks can I have before I start to feel sick? One. Two. Two. And then I'm done. Wow. Done. It's over. It's over. Must stop. Wow. So it's kind of nice. It's a built-in governor. Yeah. It's like my body can't handle it. And it just starts to go, you're done, motherfucker. So it's really nice. However, does my body allow me to add a snack cake? (laughs) Mm. To a drink. It certainly mm-hmm. does. It's mm-hmm. not opposed. Okay. So I bought my kids Twinkies because they had never had Twinkies. Mm. And remember when we were all so sad because Twinkies were going to disappear yes. and everybody's like, my childhood. And then yep. you're like, you didn't, you're not going to buy them. And then right. I thought, well, my kids have never had them. I should actually. They're so gross. I, you know what? They're good. What are you going to say? Let's fight. We're supposed to have conflict. They're gross good. Hmm. They're gross good. Mm. It's like I listen to a lot of movie podcasts, like How Did This Get Made? Mm-hmm. And the the Flop House. I listen to the Flop House while I, I sleep. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. It's fine. It's just I, I find those three guys very soothing. They're mm-hmm. on the Maximum Fun Network. Mm-hmm. How Did This Get Made is on Earwolf. I listen to a lot of those. And, and often they're like, you know, was this a, a bad, bad movie? 
a good bad movie or a movie you kind of uh-huh. like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. right? Yeah, that's on yeah, yeah. the flop house. I think that's that's how they evaluate it. And so I think bad bad is it was bad and I didn't enjoy it. Hmm. Good bad is it was terrible and it was fantastic. Okay. Must would do again. Yeah, yeah, like Showgirls. Like Showgirls. That's a, a perfect example of good bad. Mm-hmm. And then a movie I kind of liked was it's, it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Right. And so what I got to say, Twinkie in Negroni. Good, bad. OK. Gotcha. But if you think about it, it's just a dessert cake. Yeah. It's like a lady finger. Yeah. It's a lady finger. With the Crisco white fluff yes. in the middle. It's delicious. It's not. But it's yeah. a thing and it's yeah. familiar. And then you put a thing in a thing. Yeah. And that is who I am. I put a thing in a thing. Mm-hmm. That's my whole motto to life to sex what's the third thing church to god (laughs) (laughs) kiss it up to jesus you put a thing in a thing Mm -hmm. and if you just use that as your life motto you're safe yeah you put the holy spirit in the boy (laughs) and then it gets the hose again (laughs) my voice is like right it was one of those commercials where they're like and then they put the tube in my back. <laughs> Listen to me, don't smoke. You know, I, oh, here's the thing that is the worst. This I feel like food might be canceled soon. Is Do you know this guy, Jonathan? And I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It's Sheban or Chebin. It's C-H-E. Jonathan Chebin or whatever. Chebin, sure. I don't know. Kim but Kardashian's I know who he is. best friend. He's awful. Yeah, one the of these, gold like, food dipshit. Yeah. The gold. So he's this fucking guy, whatever, friends with Kim Kardashian, Eight years ago, has a minute on her TV show, parlays this into some other garbage television thing, and has now decided that his name is Food God. I think legally changed his name to mm-hmm. Food God. Mm-hmm. And there's like umlauts and U's and O's in places where they shouldn't be with his name, but I'm not going to dignify it with being getting it right because fuck you. And he's had... Yeah. He ate these fucking chicken wings that were covered covered in gold. Probably right. had like a lot of extra gold right. for the photo and so that they could get all over his face and be in the photo on Instagram with the gold on his lips. And they're like, whatever, they're 1100 It's an $1,100 plate of chicken wings or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. It's not even original. It's not even like, you know, it's, oh, you're eating gold? Like right. fucking some Wall Street burger joint and... 2014 2004 called right. and wants its fucking shitty stupid fucking idea back i got i don't have anything good to say not really so i feel like fuck fuck yeah. fuck it all fuck everybody do you mind if i give parse you my it. opinion parse it yes please so i think food god and everybody else who does this uh and stunt without awareness mm-hmm. and it's not that he isn't aware but I have friends who do stunt things like that, but they know it's dumb. And the point of it is, yes, we know this is dumb. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't mind that when you know that the person behind it is bringing energy to it, that this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's enjoy as opposed to this is ridiculous. Won't I look wonderful? Mm-hmm. And I think those people really deep down if you could ask them what's driving this is they just want to show everybody their butthole. Like what they really want to do is like full goatsy to the yeah. world is see inside me, but from my 
butt mm. and to expose themselves in such a way that we say, I see you, Goatsy. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. see you. I see all the way up to you. I see all. Uvula. I see it all. Mm-hmm. I see it all. You are seen. You are known. It's just this deep, deep desire to be acknowledged that you have, not that you matter. Yeah. But that you are. That you have agency. That you are. And so what I would just say to Food God, and like if Food God were here right now, I'd just say, show us your bowel. <sighs> just go right ahead. Oof. This is now. This is now. We're here. This is the, the end of your journey. Yep. Show us your bowel. You think this I'm is, right? I think, Do you think I'm right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good argument for maybe just replacing um, displeasing humans mm-hmm, with... Mm-hmm. <laughs> With cats, <laughs> and in saying that, I realize like I have, I've sealed the coffin on, on being middle aged, being a middle aged lady. Like what oh, a middle aged lady thing to say. It. Oh, it's so good. What's in the box? What's in the box? How has the train been this week? I haven't had any major confrontations, which I'm really really proud about. But now every time I go by Milburn, I do. Look out for uh, a woman of a certain age in a wrap dress. Mm. When I stereotyped the town, I just felt like I should have added an element of Diane von Furstenberg into it. To okay. Not not her as a person who right. she seems wonderful. Just the dress. Just the dress. Just yeah. the dress. Because Milburn is wrapped up in a Diane von Furstenberg wrap dress. I understand mm-hmm. what you're saying there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the male equivalent of a Diane von Furstenberg wrap dress? Oh, a uh, Vineyard Vines outfit. Tell me more. I don't know what this so, is. So, Vineyard Vines, God bless you if you're buying there. I think it's Abercrombie for sad dads. But it's going to be a poplin. It's going to be not a calico print, like a just a plaid, a checkered, mm-hmm. checkered print. Uh, and pastels. We're going to do some nicely tailored khakis and we're mm-hmm. going to do a fun embroidered belt so mm-hmm. there's going to be a whale on there there's sure. going to be um a flamingo there's going to be a thing it's not me yeah because they don't sell it at costco so i'm not sure. wearing it yeah just flat out hands yep. down not mm-hmm. a costco it's not on me sure it's a rule i live by there is a vineyard vines in our local fancy mall okay it's a very fancy mall uh-huh. don't go there Except I'll go to the Macy's. I got to be honest. Is I'll it go to Cherry the Hill Mall? No. Short Hills Mall? It's Short Hills. It's famously fancy. God, right. God bless a mall that's still standing. I mean. It's, uh, oh, is it still standing? They got a Tesla store inside of it. Oh, God. I yeah. What? I know. Is Vineyard Vines like, is it like, we don't belong to the country club, but we would like you maybe to think that we do when we steal your parking space at Whole Foods. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that they've got like a chill vibe. Like they're drinking summer shandies. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what that is, but I can yeah. absolutely promise you every person wearing right. Vineyard Vines is drinking a summer shandy all the time. Yeah. I don't even know what it is. And I'm telling you, it's shandy time. Yeah. 6 a.m. Stick it in your right. coffee thermos. Do you look casually dressed up? Of course. Yeah. Do you look like... A dad who's ready to have fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You do. Do you look like you know you can't buy Abercrombie anymore, so you just went two doors down to Vineyard Vines? You do. Mm-hmm. You do. Do I look like I went shopping at Costco? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Lori. Chris. Chris. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I think whatever white person, white male said you and I needed to have more conflict has really fucked it up. We don't need more conflict. We're fine. You're right. I don't know who to listen to. Listen to yourself. I don't know who to trust. Listen, trust yourself. Trust God. I'm going to say that right now. I feel like I'm kryptonite. <laughs> you do? For who? Just in the sense that it's like, oh, you may know me from working for two people whose lives ended in <laughs> a period of six months. Mario Batali and Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. Hire me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll bring magic to your life. You'll, you'll live. <laughs> you'll make it this time. Yeah. Three's a charm. Our next guest is Faraday Sadigin. She is the culinary director at Munchies. She came and saw us in February um, when she was about to, I believe, be on a panel at IACP, which mm-hmm. we've we've talked about a lot in the past couple of weeks because we had a bunch of guests who came on around that time or came and saw us around that time. IACP is International Association of Chiefs of Police, mm-hmm. and it is That's also true. It's true. International Association of Culinary Professionals. Take it away, Faraday. How about again? How about now? Oh, so nice. So Hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. We, we have a Good. guest today. Can you please introduce yourself? I'm Faraday Sadigan, the culinary director at Munchies. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. That is the happiest introduction, <laughs> self-introduction <laughs> we've had yet. <laughs> Thank you. Um, normal. I didn't even get to, you can pull that. Uh, I, I don't even, I didn't even get to do my um, what is your job? signature and I would know you from, because you got it right in there. Yeah. She's now good. I know She's you good. from Sever. Yes. When you used to be there. Yeah. And, but you're not there. You're at Munchies. I'm at Munchies. Been there for about two years now. What do you do as a culinary director? Oh my gosh, she so much culinary stuff. stuff. I do, I do. So, you know, Munchies is Vice's food channel. So mm-hmm. um, anything, we do a lot of video content, a lot of editorial stuff. I kind of work between the production team and the editorial team, mm-hmm. testing all the recipes that go onto the site, um, developing the recipes, doing, um, you know, culinary producing for some of our shows. Um, I'm on-air talent for some of our Silly little how tos. You might have. You might know me from how to make homemade chicken nuggets. Uh, yes, or <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, that's where I recognize. I mean, for I sure. know. I know. Was that the biggest? Was that like a, a, a high traffic uh, video? For it, you guys? Actually, that that was. I mean, just because it was. Yeah, yeah. it got it got like I don't know, like over a million views, but like not. So that's not that many, really. But in the context of what you're doing, that many. But yeah. like to make it super munchies, do you just? I was joking. That's a ton. Uh, to make it super munchies, is it like? It be high while making chicken nuggets. <laughs> well, we're not allowed to be smoking, and it's not legal in the New York office, you know, in okay. New York. So we're not. But no, it, okay. Munchies has nothing to do with being high. Let's be like, I'll put it that way. Right. It's it's Absolutely. Munchies is about it's we're it's funny because we're doing um, 
you know, it's a lot of food and politics and just like fun food. Like, yeah. you know, I think that it's funny because we are known a lot for our hangover recipes and for Bong Appetit, you know, which is our cooking with which me is show. Which is not about and being high. It's just yes. about cooking. It's yes, food. it's cooking. Right. It's about cannabis as an ingredient, which we have a cookbook coming out for that. Right. in august which is amazing did you contribute I, I developed a lot of the recipes for you it did yeah so it's it's about 65 recipes a lot of them are mine and then from chefs that were on the show um and other chefs that we reach out to they're so participating we have three questions i think coming up i know you want to ask i'm gonna go um do you <laughs> <laughs> it's good it's since good you can't oh i know exactly what you're gonna say in new york where does the recipe testing Happen. So every recipe in the book was tested here in well, in our Brooklyn Williamsburg office sure. without weed. So I developed okay. everything without weed. And it, so every recipe can be cooked and consumed without weed. It tastes amazing. Okay. We also tested every recipe in L.A. Um, and shot every recipe in L.A. We Got did it. all the, the whole cookbook was with shot weed. and produced in L.A. basically um, with and, weed. Yeah. And that's not just like a line. Like it has to be done there. No, it has legally, to be. We, to I mean, be we genuinely yeah. can't cook and consume right. like anything like that in our office so yeah. like they're they're very strict about that um we did you know um what was i gonna say i mean everything yeah, everything was tested with weed oh all the infusions were laboratory tested mm. so that's all you know all the dosing and the mathematical part of the recipes that's accurate wow so it's cool i, I mean it's really it's i know way too much about cooking with weed now i feel like i'm still not an expert I've how not did you to learn be. what were your resources asking for a friend <laughs> no yeah we um i mean so the people we worked with on the the cookbook um, Vanessa Lavarado who is one of the um, hosts of Bong Appetit mm -hmm. was a huge resource and Elise McDonough who's um, helping you know write the book she used to be a you know high times editor mm -hmm. and writer and you know judge at Cannabis Cup and so all these people and like just you know friends that we were working with experts we just mm -hmm. you know that's a, that's kind of like what my job's about is I'm not an expert on everything although I like to pretend I am um but you know it, you have to reach out to people who know a lot more than you to to learn so and I'm still in no way an expert on cannabis cooking <laughs> but it's been fun it's been a fun process learning <laughs> um did you do some of your own like testing at home your own development at home like had you cooked with weed before I guess I yes it. yes mm -hmm. I have yeah yeah and there's I mean we get sent like random tools to like infuse weed and stuff but mm -hmm. definitely having um I mean, I think I feel more confident. With the, not everyone's gonna be able to lab test their, mm -hmm. you know, right. all of their infusions. Right. <laughs> but um, no, but yeah, cooking with weed. I've, I've I like edibles. I actually really like edibles. I used to smoke a lot of weed, mm -hmm. and then I um, kind of stopped smoking weed, and I got into edibles. And I, I know people are really scared of ingesting weed in that way. Mm -hmm. I think that you know, but I think it's learning your go, dose. Yeah, it can, it can go, go awry. <laughs> but I think that knowing your dose is is key you know mm -hmm. just knowing mm -hmm. like what you can handle and you know starting off low with like the whole cookbook is dosed at like five milligrams ish which is pretty low per and serving. then yeah and then yeah per serving and then um if you want to you know play and increase it and like get better at eating weed or you know <laughs> i don't know I'm like, i don't know it's, yeah. right. Lori, you're a total pothead. Who doesn't want to get better at eating weed? <laughs> right. I know you're already it's, great. It's the, so, you're so good at weed. I you you I do weed all I the time. I am you going to stop you there. All the time. You have glassy eyes. For somebody who hasn't done weed. Yes. How would I start? What do you mean by when you say do weed though? I know I'm joking. That, that's, that's my that's my soft dad. So I describe myself today. 
as <laughs> a soft dad. That's, I mean, that's my vibe. Uh, if I've never consumed weed in any way, mm-hmm. where would I start? Where do you start? I think that take me on a journey. I know. I think that everyone, and I'm like, I, I feel weird saying like, do this because everyone is different in right. how they. It, where, like, if I said to you, yeah. I I want. I want to do weed. And you'd say, okay, don't say that. <laughs> I don't think say do, I do think for weed. The, for, to start, if you're going to do, like, if you're going to, like, if you're going to do weed, <laughs> I think you do it at home alone, okay. you know, a little bit. But you've bit. never done it before, so you need someone we'll to need help someone you. there to help you, like yeah. a spiritual guide in this, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, the, in your journey. So do it at home with, like, the right. comfort and your child. Your home and your, yeah, your, yeah. Maybe not your children, um, but <laughs> your friends. Depending on how old you are, I feel like, I feel like some of us are now in a place where it's like, it's okay. We're to gonna be. have to give mom a brownie, like, yeah. and then we're gonna all have to be responsible for it and just keep an eye on it. But like, this is where we are in life right it's now. It's so funny you know? that I think that like one of those things though too is that knowing what the dosing is. I feel like if you're gonna do it, don't do home baked goods mm. from someone that you like. I mean, they might be like, yeah, just eat half this and the wait an hour. Like, get something because now weed. You can go to dispensaries and get stuff that is like professionally dosed like right. get the little five in milligram california in colorado, colorado arizona exactly Vermont. not that i know <laughs> no idea Washington but you're gonna State. have a more consistent experience you yeah. can you, you can know what your baseline that. is and exactly. you're not gonna yeah. go overboard or too much have a bad experience exactly and you know what the dosing is like okay. you don't know yeah. if this brownie like oh i think a square inch of it is like five milligrams see what happens yeah, the packaging has really come up a lot it's oh, amazing yeah. to see this thing develop kind of in front of our eyes yeah i think it's really cool it's really interesting agree hard agree theoretically of course (laughs) same all right (laughs) all right uh you spent a lot of time in new zealand i did i was there for seven years that's where i actually started cooking um like i wasn't one of those people who cooked like growing up i'm not like oh i sat with my mom and you know in the kitchen no i did not i was outside like running around like an asshole what what was dinner you did your mom cook it my mom and my dad they both Mm. are really great cooks um my dad's iranian Mm. um so we had a lot of persian rice and Mm. you know stews and things like that and then my mom's italian but and my mom i i need to stop saying this because she's gonna hear this one day and be like Verde, you little bitch. Um, and she's not the best cook, but she's, I mean, she yeah, would cook yeah. a lot, you know, but mm-hmm. like the things that she cooked, um, and I love these things and I will never not love them. I mean, she cooked from cookbooks a lot, which I appreciate now as a mm-hmm. working in cookbook, mm-hmm. you know, area. Um, but, you know, like stovetop we had and like craft mac and cheese Absolutely. sometimes. And then she would, you know, also like make her own like chicken and like do things, you know, like, but mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. a lot of things were pampered with or, you know, padded with um, yeah. some frozen veggies. And like, it's funny going to my totally. parents' house now and they still have though powdered mashed potatoes which i think is really bizarre yeah, my parents yeah, yeah. love that they're like we prefer it yeah. oh. it's easy yeah. I, mean, I guess when you're easy. older it's yeah. and it's yes. two of you and like to boil a potato like one potato and like yes. it's a lot of work it's and a lot I, of work. I get the convenience yeah. factor and our parents come from a generation of convenience I absolutely think. Totally. so totally. and i 100 appreciate that i'm a big fan of frozen stuff um and like you know chef boyardee and all that yeah. kind of stuff i love that but i didn't cook until college i finally started you know that was when I was on my own and kind of in the kitchen and I really enjoyed, you know, I think that as you do, someone who enjoys cooking, like feeding others and watching mm. them enjoy that. Totally. Um, and I wanted to drop out and kind of go to culinary school and I knew my parents would absolutely kill me. So instead I graduated, worked in TV production for a year and then moved to New Zealand mm-hmm. and got a job in restaurants, never to use my degree again until <laughs> moving back to New York oh, and kind of came full circle. That's perfect. So yeah, I did your degree in communication and yeah, worked in like TV stuff. And so now really come full circle at Munchies. <laughs>
Uh, one of my obsessions are one is uh, food editors and chiefs. Mm-hmm. Food editors and chief. Editor and chiefs. Editor and chiefs. Editor and chiefs. EICs. EICs. Let's stick with that. <laughs> um, and I have a mostly hate relationship with EICs. Or I really love them and they do things that are garbage but continue to seek credit for horrible behavior by pretending they're doing good things in one area. Just don't look at this other thing, please. Um, a lot of them block me on Twitter, which is fun. <laughs> or I unfollow them. But one person that I love completely and I want to know like I need to know that it's okay to love him is James Oslin he's the fucking best okay. that's all I needed <laughs> he literally is the best person I love him he um him and I have like a special relationship we're just like we get together and we're both really weird mm-hmm. and I remember the first time like he was you know coming into server as an intern like my friends were like wait you're working with James Oslin yeah. you know and they're like that's so exciting because they see him on tv and he's kind of like you know a personality and and he's wearing a sweater. He's always wearing a sweater. He's yeah. got a sweater collection. Yeah. They're great. Exactly. And um, and I was kind of like, I remember my friend came to visit and I was like, oh, this is Jim. And she's like, you call him Jim. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's fine. But like, I think the first time we really bonded, I said something very inappropriate in the kitchen. And our relationship has gone on from there where we just like, we both just say like completely crazy, like ridiculous things to each other. And I mean, he's, he's definitely someone, he's a good friend who like, I totally respect and like loved working with him. I mean, yes, as like any EIC, like he had his faults. I'm not saying he was perfect. He was terrible in a lot of ways. Um, I still love Name him. One. <laughs> Name I mean, one. He was gone a lot when he was filming MasterChef and stuff. Yeah. So like, it was hard where like we would be. Or Top Chef, testing. please. I don't watch MasterChef. Ta- yeah, Top Chef. Top Chef Masters. Master top Chef Masters. That's, That's fine. What it was. That will yeah. allow. So he, yeah, totally. <laughs> so he basically had to, um, but he had to approve all the recipes and we're sitting there testing things in the kitchen. We're on a really strict deadline and I'm taking photos on my cell phone and sending them to him oh, and Jesus. he can either, and maybe he's not looking at his phone. Then like an hour later we're like, all right, we can, I think it's fine or whatever. And he doesn't, it just, it was annoying to have to yeah. get that approval yeah. from someone who wasn't there. And then he, he would come back and be like, or the opposite, he'd come back and like, all right, let me taste these recipes. I have to remake all of the recipes. Wow. And then he would do a tasting and then he might be like, well, that's, that's not right we need to change this or it doesn't look right that's cut wrong which i totally appreciate i loved his fervor and authenticity and making it you know yeah and that's that's i mean you we have a you know me myself as a recipe developer um you know we have that's our we have to do that like that is our mm-hmm. like it's what you have to do is make it authentic you know if if that's what you're striving for in what that do you recipe. mean by authentic though authentic to the to the i mean well depend that and that completely depends on what you're striving for in that recipe but if it's someone's like a home if it's you know we worked with um you know chefs or home cooks or whoever and they're giving me their recipe and i want to remain true to that recipe you know or or Mm. that region that culture Mm. you know i'm not going to throw parsley on it just because it looks pretty for the photo because it needs green right you know because in that country they're not using parsley to garnish they're using they don't use that maybe they'll use a lemon wedge or whatever i think they should use parsley though (laughs) totally everyone should use parsley all the time (laughs) curly curly right curly exactly (laughs) sprigs exactly i used to love that as a kid the sprig of parsley and like the orange oh yeah not a wedge like a slice yeah the slice like the the half moon kind of yep and the maraschino cherry Oh, yes. All disgusting. Um, what are you talking about at IACP? 
So funny you should ask. Mm-hmm. I'm actually talking about um, our panel is on not basically not culturally appropriating recipes kind of right. thing at the end of the day, yeah, I yeah, guess, yeah. big picture. But it's not about cultural appropriation and food or anything, which is another huge topic. Right. Um, but it is about, you know, about writing recipes and making sure like, yeah, you're remaining true to the authenticity of that place. But then also on the I mean, on the other hand, it's like about you know being inventive with a recipe as well Mm -hmm. and you know not claiming it to be authentic if it isn't authentic and giving not taking ownership over a recipe if um you know if you didn't you know like i'm 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 iranian and italian and i'm still not going to take claim over half of those you know recipes you know Mm -hmm. as an expert even but i'm also developing recipes from countries and people all over the world um and so how do you do that how do you do that in a way that remains true to the people and you're not taking ownership of it and like it's just it's a very fine line of not becoming you know culturally appropriating these recipes and you know um and it's interesting it's very um it's hard i mean for me as a recipe developer too just to doing the right research yeah, when it yeah. comes down to it, going to the experts. Are there a couple of, of sort of hard and fast rules as far as you're concerned about, I mean, do you, if you've gone into somebody's home and, you know, you've and worked, gotten their, they've given you their recipe, maybe you've cooked it together or you've eaten it in their home. Mm-hmm. Do you think, are you obligated to, um, credit that person? Yeah. Like put their name. Totally. I mean, I think that's how it, the recipe should be like Mrs. So-and-so's yada yada i mean exactly and it's hard sometimes when you are working you know maybe in um sorry when you're working in print there's not good budgets for things sometimes and you know so it'd be nice to even be able to pay that person be like for their recipe or their Mm. contribution in that way sometimes you can't but at Mm -hmm. least acknowledging like this is not my idea it's not you know not my recipe it's so-and-so's recipe or going to that person like when i'm you know, I w- did a trip to Iceland once, for Sever, mm-hmm. and um, I was taking notes. I sat there and taking photos with my iPhone. I remember um, this. And just like, and just like taking notes on every single recipe and testing it and making sure it was, you know, right after the fact. But while the person's cooking it, just like being there, like right next to them, like, mm-hmm. wait, how much is that? Like, can we and like, stopping people, like, can we measure that? You know, like, I need to know how much. Not just like because a lot of home cooks also they're like a pinch of this, a dash of that, yeah, yeah. and just trying to make it accurate. And still, you're not gonna always get it the same. And everybody cooks, you know, mm-hmm. every grandmother has a different recipe you know they mm-hmm. might do their bolognese a different way and you're not doing it with the white wine i'm using red wine and blah blah, yeah, blah. It yeah. it's a slippery slope yeah um but i think that the big thing is not to act like you know necessarily an authority and taking ownership over that mm-hmm. culture and that food i mean we live in america this is a melting pot of everything like rice aroni is a compilation of like you know rice pilaf and pasta and like it's mm-hmm. you know so i think it's it's interesting and it, you know, like General So's chicken came about, you know, not, it's not an authentic Chinese, you know, from China, but mm-hmm. it's authentic to Chinese American cuisine. So I think that, I don't know, it gets, it gets fuzzy. It's, there's gray areas. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, you know, I think it's about finding experts. For me, when I was in the kitchen and I couldn't, you know, at Sever, like Jim would go to India and do, we did this whole amazing issue and we couldn't, like the whole team couldn't fly to India as much as I wanted to. Yeah. So we were getting in ex, um, experts. We got in, you know, Raghavan Iyer came in and cooked with us. And we were watching YouTube videos of people like cooking at home just to get everything right and making sure that it was, you know, as accurate as, as we possibly could. Was there a time where someone came to you and said you got it wrong? And can you, can you remember that time? I mean, you know, no, I can't re- I mean... I'm not saying I'm, I'm never wrong. Um, I'm sure people have been disappointed in some of our recipes. I think, like I know, I think that one in particular, I wasn't there for it when they made it, but I know it because it's a Persian recipe. It's um, 
uh, Fessenjun on the Sever website. Um, it's a really fragrant pomegranate and molasses stew. Um, and I mean, I grew up eating it. Actually, I, I'll be honest, I didn't grow up eating it because I hated it. Because <laughs> no, it looked like poop. And I, so I refused to eat it. And I finally grew up and I ate it. I was like, oh, this is delicious. My parents were right to not let me eat or be fine with not letting me eat it because yeah, yeah, it was yeah. more for them, essentially. But, you know, someone used, um, I think in the recipe on the site, some people use pomegranate juice, some people use pomegranate molasses, mm -hmm. and like there's all these different things. And so people get angry, but it's just variations. It, there's no, I'm not saying there's, there is a right, I don't know, it's not that there's a right way. You know, I think that sometimes people adapt and, and do it a little bit differently depending yeah. on where you are, where you're from, yeah. you know, in that, you know, in Iran or whatever. My dad uses pomegranate molasses. I think the the recipe on Sever was like pomegranate juice or something. And then there were people adamantly like, saying, "This isn't that. right. This isn't how you do it." Nice. Um, but if you mean in particular like a person who a recipe I got from that they're like, "You fucked this up." No, I, I can't remember anyone yeah. ever saying that. I would die if someone was like, "I would." I'm not that. I would. I mean, I would definitely go back and like change the recipe and you know make right. sure it was you right. You take action. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, that's the worst. I never want to put a recipe out there that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. As a <clears> as a home cook. Should I be aware of those lines? Like, how can I bring that in and, and be aware of, am I culturally appropriating something or is it anything goes in a home kitchen? Because who cares? It's, it's interesting because I was talking to my sister about this, actually, because she was like, I was talking about my panel and she was like, well, I mean, I went and took a cooking class on making sushi. Are you saying that I'm, you know, culturally appropriating, you know, right. Japanese cuisine and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I mean, I think that it's different that you're taking an interest and in like a hobby and a cuisine or a culture or whatever. Um, and I think that's great and you should learn it. I think there's a difference between claiming ownership over that and being like, well, I know. And that this is, that's the wrong way. That's not, that's not the right way to roll. You know, they, they were cooking rice wrong. You know, as Iranians, we cook rice like this. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, the Japanese, that sushi rice is just all fucked up, you know, like that's, <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> that's not right. But I don't think that home cooks are going to necessarily be doing that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely an interesting thing. You know, the Rick Baylesses of the world and the, um, you know, Andy Rickers, like, and it's different when they are maybe making money off of, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that is, as, as yeah. an expert, yeah. essentially. Yeah. There's that. a different level of expectation. Yeah. And you're at home cooking for your friends. Like you're like, I learned to do this. It's fun. I might've fucked it up. I don't know. Right. I'm not going <laughs> to charge you at the end of the night. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or tell you this maybe. is authentic or yeah. this is the way yeah. you should do it. Uh, let's say I took hard shell tacos one night and then there was some ground beef seasoned and then i realized i had macaroni and cheese in the fridge and that i had made and it was really good mix it all together and i did layers and it was so good well, I mean, but i don't think that's a taco i'm not going to tell people that's yeah, a taco no, right. exactly. <laughs> i mean it's, it's funny though we do that a lot of munchies you know and, and you know i'll take dishes and be like okay how can i make you know like it's zhuzh it up yeah maybe like it's like taking like i mean let's look at those sushi burritos and, and stuff out yeah. there in the world oh, and people God. love them but no one's claiming them as being authentic to anybody yeah. you know i think right. that that's a weird is thing there a new sushi then. burrito on the horizon i hope not i, I sort of stopped <laughs> paying that much attention <laughs> but for those for those listeners who have never had a sushi burrito which is which includes me same i just mean sushi burrito it, yeah who have considered okay, it okay okay is it just sushi and a burrito it's more like an insane uh, food trend mashup that's really made for Instagram and uh -huh. young people who are fine with throwing most of their food away. Yeah, so, exactly. So can we describe it? <laughs> I mean, it's like, so I've never had one, but we did get sent some sure once. And um, 
they're it's like the size of like a you know a burrito like a chipotle kind of burrito but it's instead of being a tortilla there is you know it's like a giant it's a giant sushi roll basically the size of a burrito it's yeah um it's weird so and and i don't know terms so i'm just gonna blunder right into it and then please tell me why i'm a bad person i mean that like i will tell you a million reasons it'll be great (laughs) thank you so much So we're going to get that green seaweed stuff on the outside. Mm-hmm. Nori. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Great. Nori. So we're going to have a big thing of nori on the outside. Uh, and then we're going to have, do you, do you get the chorizo inside? No. As well? <laughs> no. That only There's comes with rice. the black beans. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. So no pinto. I do want the brown rice. Yeah. And totally. I want spicy cheese. Uh, give me the corn. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. Sorry, I'm in line at, at Chipotle right now. You are. It's great. So what? It's just it's just Fish sushi, but shoving yeah. it in a big thing of nori, and with the, the sushi rice and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. So it's just a pr- kind of a proportional thing. Now, does it come sliced or do you gnaw? No, it's like it? a big one. You're like biting into it. Is the it. nori crispy? It seems like if it's if it's soggy, you're it's like, like can I get it so griddled? awkward. Could I get it? Can you get it griddled <laughs> with? And I just bet. drizzle some queso on top. <laughs> oh my God, I think that's actually a really good idea. I. I mean, I guess maybe. I'm not opposed to any of it. <laughs> I mean, queso on top. I I'm found in. out nori today, so I'm. <laughs> feel like it's a win. Through. What's um what what are some other of these things that we've been talking like like another like a ramen? I guess ramen burger is like the you oh, know yeah. the classic. What's another stupid food mashup? I mean, not. I heard that. You heard my stomach. Stomach's going. It was my. It was water. <laughs> We're I was going to say pizza bagel, but I feel like pizza bagel is the platonic ideal. No. Of pizza bagels are great. That's yeah. amazing. You can yeah. never and doubt e- one of those. Better English muffin bagel. Mm. I, you know, I actually really, chewy. what I do like is a tortilla, uh, like a flour tortilla mm. and making that into a pizza. Like that's crispy as that hell. That sounds great. Mm. It's so good. Would you bake and it? And you can down yeah. like six of them and be like, it's yeah. a snack. Yeah, exactly. Speaking from experience. <laughs> it's so thin and crispy. Yeah, it counts like, as like <laughs> 10 of them is one pizza. Yeah. <laughs> So you're a culinary director. Indeed. You're, you're you're good at food. Is that just at the office or will you at home cook for yourself? You know what's funny is I eat so much during the day. Yeah. Like I mm. don't actually eat. So I here's a typical good, a day in the life of Faraday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wake up and I actually go to the gym in the morning okay. because I know what's mm-hmm. about to come. Yeah. Um, and then I don't usually eat breakfast because... I go to work and then, uh, I mean, we have snacks mm. in the office. And so I might grab like a handful of M&Ms for my breakfast, <laughs> if I'm completely right. honest. Classic. Right. Um, and then we're eating, like we're testing so many recipes all day that mm. um, by the time, you know, I get home, we f- we're supposed to finish like 6.30. And I don't usually, if I go home, I don't cook at home dinner that often. I might go out to dinner with friends, like I'll meet mm. up and have, you know, dinner later with people. But if I know I'm having dinner that night, I won't eat as much during the day. But we, we, you know, we're cooking like sometimes half a dozen you know, 10, even 10 recipes. Sometimes we did a photo shoot the other day and it was 12 recipes and I'm not eating a whole bowl of everything, but yeah. you're trying everything. Yeah. Um, and you just kind of at the end of the day, you're like, um, oh. and then not only that, I don't really want to, sometimes, sometimes I don't want to go home and cook. I'm right. tired. I cooked and I was like washing dishes all day or I'm, whatever. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. No one's judging you here. I know. We're on your side. <laughs> Hard. It's like, you know, it's like a porn star. They're having sex all day. They, exactly. they, they don't get laid the in their social thing. life. It's exactly same. the same yeah. thing. Same. Absolutely. Um, but uh. I, I mean, I do I do enjoy having friends over for dinner. I cook. I do cook a lot. I actually private chef sometimes too. You do? Yeah, in the summers I'll do it Does on the weekends. Does that pay well? 
Oh, it pays really well. Like who? No names. Out in the Hamptons? No, yes, in the Hamptons. In the for Hamptons. a family, I've been doing it for five years with them. And they, um, they're... They just work in like real estate or whatever, oh. but they pay, they do pay very oh, well. Oh, okay. And they're, so the same family and they're really lovely and. and they like you and you like they them. They like me a lot. Yeah. I don't know or why. Me. They just don't, they don't know me that well. <laughs> <laughs> they know you just well enough. <laughs> exactly. Is um, it hard? Mm, maybe you don't want to answer this so we can cut yeah, it. Tell me. Munchies as a brand is a very different brand than Sever. Oh yeah. Was that a good change for you? It was. So, you know, what's so funny is when I got this job, my mom and dad were so like, I mean, it was and not that they weren't, they didn't under, they didn't know what munchies was, I think at first. And they saw like, I told them about my edit test where I was like, you know, maybe like cursed in it or something. And they were, my mom was like, what? My parents yeah. know I have like a really bad mouth. Um, and so they're aware of my cursing problem. But um, my mom was just like, wait. And then I think they started looking on the website and then I got an email. My parents are also night owls. So it's not and like me to hear from them at like two in the morning they would go to bed at like two to three and like wow. you know they're 17 75 and they're achy and it's just hard for them to sleep so they they have weird schedules so i got an email from her at like 12 30 at night just saying i think you're making a huge mistake oh. and i was like oh my goodness that's terrible i'm really excited about this like fuck off um but Good reaction appropriate reaction did you write that back <laughs> no was that i didn't say a word just, i didn't say yeah. it, was it, was in, it was internal fuck off mom. yeah fuck okay. off but um no it was it was fun. I mean, it was definitely a huge change, and it was funny where, like, some. I think at first, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, "Are people gonna like? I don't know. Like, is it? Like, my mom was like, "Does that mean like like my mom was like, what is what will your client think if you're working at this oh, company wow. too?'" And I was like, yeah. "What?" And then they got it, and my dad was like, "Oh wait, they're on HBO. I watched Vice News and stuff." And I was like, "Are you guys kidding me? This is crazy." <laughs> but it was so external different. validation. Yeah, it was so different coming. Like, it took me a while to get out of that severe mindset of yeah. like what you know my audience was like I mean we're working now with 18 to 35 year olds and before it was like 35 to like 60 year olds and, and up and like different you know um you know uh income brackets as well mm -hmm. and and just whatever and so it took a while to get out of the fact of being like I'm like I want to write a really loving story about this food I ate as a child yeah. versus now it's like you know talking about like why I hate ketchup or something you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. things like that like it, why do you hate ketchup it's well I don't even hate I don't like ketchup but I hate homemade ketchup more than anything oh, sure if you're gonna have ketchup go for Heinz yes don't be an thank asshole. you don't yes. like don't do the homemade stuff that like it's not good it's, gross. it's never good it's not never. correct and don't anybody listening take that as a challenge. We do not want your yeah. ketchup. Don't send us ketchup. No, no, never. Don't even you make it. Just don't. Do send us mustard. Mustard's the yeah. best. Yes. That's my favorite. Send, send mustard. Spicy brown. Mm. You can <laughs> love a spicy email uh, carbfacepod at gmail.com. We will send you a shipping address. Absolutely send us mustard. Yeah. And can they send you mustard? Yeah, send me mustard mm -hmm. too. How how could they find out? You about can your email me. Okay. Email email me. Sure. Yeah. Or, or hit me up on Instagram. That's yeah. good. Or is Twitter. It, is that where you your, live? What's your yeah. handle? It, it's S A D E G H I N on Twitter and mm -hmm. F S A D E G H I N on Instagram. All right, we'll we'll put all of that <laughs> in uh, the show notes as well. Yeah. Or just yeah, I, I love mustard. <laughs> Mustard's good. What else? So a game that we play with our guests mm. is lots of likes. <laughs> uh, if you heard it with Jen Ag. Um, she played it first mm. and we just ask you things that you like and it's rapid fire and we may stop and ask you about things right. and oh. the only way to win is either um, 
be amazing like Helen Rosner was. <laughs> oh. That's hard to talk. I know. We don't expect best. that of oh, no. anybody. Machine it was like, like. otherworldly free yeah. association. Can we talk about her for a second? Because yeah. that girl, <laughs> I love her. She's a really good friend of mine. And she's the smartest person I think I know. Just like yeah. insanely like, smart. Yeah. It's, I hate her actually. And then also like <laughs> a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. No. <laughs> we think a lot of Helen. A lot. We being me, yeah. royal we, and then you also. Same, yes. Okay. Same. I was like a fucking fangirl when she was in here. And then <laughs> I was like, really I'm eight years that. older than you? Oh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Uh, Helen's a person that I will DM the meanest things about other people. <laughs> we have, I have a group text thread. Are you on that one? She mentioned <laughs> yeah. it. Go ahead. Yes, yes, Go yes. ahead. Oh, we talk a lot of shit about I people. heard I was on like, it. That you were on it? Yeah. I don't remember you being on it. Oh, yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I remember that. Mm. The thing that happens is that everyone I'm on, the, on that thread with are freelancers, except for me. And so they sit there, and I'll, I'll, I'll be in the kitchen cooking or on a shoot or doing working. Email, working, <laughs> working like a normal human. And not normal, but whatever. freelancers. And they just all of a sudden all come back to like 100 messages. <laughs> and I can't even play catch-up sometimes. I'm just like, I, so I don't even know what half the things that come out. Are. Like, I'd just like skip to the end. I don't know. <laughs> Catch up on the new part of the conversation. Yeah, it's nuts. But I, I was told I was on the list in a good way. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, great, were, great, great. you were calling I people out it. for good things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We liked, yeah. We, we liked it. <laughs> Keep Always. up the good work. Thanks. Calling, calling out the Thanks bullshit. Thanks for that external validation. <laughs> All right. Lots of likes. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Uh, be amazing or tell me to fuck off. Okay. Okay. That's the way you get out of it or we run out of time. Um, How much time do we have? About four minutes. All right. We got plenty of time. That's a, that's a likable uh, amount of time. Plenty of time to break her. Um, <laughs> and just so everybody from the Midwest who encounters your name, and they, you say Faraday. Is that correct? Did I do it right? Yeah. I mean, it's yes, that is correct. Is that in a, a good Americanized version of how to pronounce it's, your exactly. name? Exactly. It okay. is. Then you'd be like, just so you know, like it's it's my aunt's name, and here's what it means, and like it's what Iranian. What does it mean? It means uh, unique and delightful. Good. <laughs> I think it's spot the fuck Correct. on. Spot Correct. Spot on. Good choice. If you weren't from Indiana, how might you pronounce it correctly? Faride. All right. <laughs> to be authentic here. All right. I don't want to cultural, culturally appropriate your no, name. No, exactly. Faride. Faride. That was close. That was close. All right. Here we go. Uh, what do you like? What do you like? Do I, wait, so I just talk? Yeah, you yeah. Just what do you like? stuff that you like. What do you like? Okay, yeah, you're right. I like <laughs> pizza. What else do you like? <laughs> I really like, um, hmm. gosh, that is a hard question. I really like Manhattan's. It's my favorite. The cocktail. Okay. Yes. yes. Great. What's in a Manhattan? Great. Manhattan's is whiskey. Well, rye, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, two parts rye, one part sweet vermouth, mm-hmm. bitters. Um, and I like it with a cherry. Luxardo cherry is the best. Mm. That's my favorite. And ice, right? Uh, on, yeah. Well, yes. You can have it up. Like it's served with ice. Or, I like it um, on the rock. A rock. Mm. What does up mean? I still don't know how to order cocktails. No ice. I'm 45. No ice. All right. What else do you um, like? I really like, hmm, gosh, this is definitely hard now. I didn't think about it. <laughs> hmm. You know what I really like is tap dancing. I am not a tap what? dancer, though, but I I you love like to watch it. I love it, and so I so I took tap classes last year because I was like I'm gonna finally do yeah. this because I always loved you know um you know uh, like all like just 
you know, Fred Astaire and musicals and, and watching them, you know, like singing in the rain. Yeah. And it's like so it's amazing to watch and so cheesy. And so I took tap classes and I fucking sucked at it. So I quit. Um, and I know I could have gotten Great better. Story. I guess, I was like, this sucks, whatever. <laughs> but my roommate moved out and I have like a really big space in my apartment that I use a tap studio oh. and I'll just like tap around sometimes really? as a joke. And like, but the, and my, my friends were like, your neighbors must hate you. And I'm like, no, cause the floor below me is like apartment, like, um, office space. So no one's there. Oh. I ran into a new guy in the building who was very cute. And he says to me, he's, I was like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? Nice to meet you. I was like, yeah, have you heard the tap dancer on the floor above us? It's so weird and annoying. And I was like, I have kind of heard that. Um, <laughs> That's <laughs> the best. Admit that I'm like, it's me. So don't stop. I, so I, I have it. I have it. I'm gonna still say, gonna don't let that guy. I love it. Tap dancing is. I love yeah. tap dancing. I'm terrible at it, but it's fun. Favorite tap dancing movie. Singing in the rain. I think singing in the rain is yeah. one of those good ones, and especially it's when so they're like, good. make them laugh, make them laugh. Yes. My friends and I did that recently. That's what happens. We'll come back to my place, you know, after we're drinking and just like tap, do a tap routine. So, yeah. That's my, amazing. My dream <laughs> is to do Good Morning. Someday. Good morning. Good, good morning. morning. <laughs> it's fun to stay late. I mean, that it becomes insane when they go over the couch it's and the couch so slowly cool. goes down. It's the best. Exactly. It's the best. What else do you like? Um. I really like chapstick. I'm a huge chapstick person. A plain Burt's flavor? Bees. Burt's oh, Bees is the best. Okay. The pomegranate one because That's also it adds a little bit of color to your lips. I don't wear lipstick. Like I mm. wear a lot of eye makeup. And so if I wear lipstick, I think I look kind of, um, I don't know, like a whore or something. So, wow. <laughs> it's, my friend Corey said I look like, she goes, Faraday, when she wears lipstick, she looks like she's like eating babies or something. And I was just like, great, thank you. Wow. I, you know, that's, that is me. Close But tribe. I love so I wear like the t- bird's bees, the pomegranate flavor adds like a yeah. nice color. And then also you can put it on your cheeks and it adds color. <laughs> and like, did like, you do it today? Dewiness. Because your dewy. cheeks are looking, I'm, I'm dewy they're, today. Looking, yeah. they're dewy. looking a little. I always put a little bit on. Okay. A little. It's like, adds that nice, like, like dewy texture. Seriously, texting. you're just going to rub chapstick on it. I also like, I was sick recently. This is, I'm a disgusting person. You're going to find Bring out how gross I am. I put chapstick. Home. I was like, my nose, I, I'll like wipe my chapstick on my nose and I put my lips sure. <laughs> on my cheeks. Oh, wow. It goes everywhere. It's your own system. That yeah. you're, that you're, right. um, yeah. What else do you like? Coconut oil. Why? Mm. It is good for everything. It really is. My friend kind of told me this once, and um, and she was just like, you can use it like you know as a lotion or whatever, and it it really mm. is like to the point where like you know cuts and like I get burnt a lot, you know, yeah. cooking and stuff. Yeah. And it, uh, anything else you like? Because you're you're just about to beat this. The time is oh almost gosh. up. Anything okay. else you like? I also I like pooping. Hey, <laughs> who All doesn't? Right. I love it. Why? That's, I'm not. It's it, it's so relaxing. But I also I I'm not gonna sit there. I'm in and out. Like I'm just like so get it okay. and go. So I'm, I'm hearing like enough fiber. Yes. You have a good okay. pooping life. I do. What else do you like? What else do I like? Do you like winning lots of likes? Because I think you just did. You did. What? Congratulations. Two fifty one. Congratulations. Oh, damn. You're you going did on, it. You're going you on did stage. it. Oh my god. You're one of the few people to win. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I feel great. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. That was great. Faraday. Appreciate it. Bye. Well, that does it for another episode of Carb Face. Please, for the love of God, follow Carb Face Bod on Twitter and Instagram. See the God's work that Lori does every single day. It's unhinged. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Listen, I think it's some of your best work. Uh, rate us five stars on on iTunes. It yep. it truly does help. Uh, 
get us get our listen to by more people and i think that's what you want if you don't then don't write, like don't write us if you want to keep it all to yourself yeah if you just want to feel special i was one of five people who listened to carb face i listened to you from the start man before you guys were famous oh my god that's gonna be like 30 years from now uh maggie hoffman god bless you hello listener and goodbye listener see you next week goodbye empire